Hello everyone and welcome to Virtual Training with People Potential, a podcast made for learning and development professionals and HR practitioners who care deeply about impacting lives. In the last session, we spoke about the structure of a day-long program Mm -hmm. and how we break it down into approximately 90-minute chunks. And within 90-minute chunks, there's a state change every 15 minutes or thereabouts. Yep. That's very important, yeah. Yeah. And in the last session, you explored, uh, you mentioned in passing about tools and trainer skills. So I'd like to focus this session on tools. So we're talking about digital tools? Like- well, that's, that would be my first question. <laughs> what, what do you mean when you say tools for the virtual context, mm-hmm. virtual instructor-led training context? What, what, do you, what, what do you think of when you, when you talk about tools, Marian? Yeah, absolutely the digital tools. Right. Okay. Well, I'm, there are, I would say the digital tools and maybe in another session we can explore <laughs> l- learning activities, right? But I, th- I think we'll, we'll probably cover some of it. Within the tools, mm. there will be certain types of activities that you can do. Okay. okay. Right? Yeah. So okay. It, it's the digital tools that we've got to go out there and learn. And when we do, the uh, VILT will become very, very nice. Yeah. Very okay. Yeah. And so, for me, uh, yes. tools, yes, uh, digital tools. One of the things that i sort of thinking about now and experimenting is that because we're still in very early days, I actually find that when I throw into the mix analog uh, tools, okay. it actually makes things more interesting because uh, people re- relate easily to analog tools. Okay. All right? And... Um, perhaps we'll discuss what I mean by analog tools later. Okay, so let's focus on digital tools. Yes. Now, as a non-techie, that sounds like a really broad category. Can you chunk that down a little bit? Because I, I keep seeing like, well, there must be a few thousand of these tools out there. <laughs> exactly. Where do I start? Yeah. exactly. It looks like everyone's doing... If you start investigating, yeah. you don't really know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. And every tool looks different. And yes. everyone makes a, 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 a very big claim about what yeah. it can do, right? Yes. So you're right. Okay, so yeah. what would be some chunks? Okay, I think the, uh, the, mm, the big chunk, if you like, is your main communication platform. All right? Just that space in which everyone is together where you can talk you can share you can discuss you can hear each other you can see each other all right okay so that in most cases would be the the meeting traditionally from borrowed from the corporate world the meeting tool or the video meeting tool like all skype right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh let's not talk about skype uh, <laughs> like zoom <laughs> okay okay yeah Okay. All right, so obviously yeah. Zoom, everybody knows Zoom and Zoom has shot into prominence much to their own misfortune. Uh, yeah, um, temporary misfortune. Temporary. I, yeah. I, in fact, uh, it's actually not to their misfortune at all. They've made a lot of money out of their prominence. Yeah. Um, they're grappling with issues, but every successful company grapples with its own issues. But yes, like Zoom, like Blue Jeans, like um, WebEx training, WebEx training yeah. uh, like Microsoft Teams yes. and so on. They all have video meeting uh, tools. So that's your number one. It's, it's the equivalent of having a classroom or a space okay. to hold a class, okay. whether it's in a hotel or on a beach. As okay, I, and what, what would you call this category? 
your main communication platform? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's a, I mean, technically, it's your main communication platform. As a trainer and talking to my participants, I would call it my classroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I would call it my classroom. Okay. Or at least half of my classroom. Okay. The other half of my classroom, which is mm. the other big part, mm. is we also need a space in which we can work together. Mm. When I, I mean, if you think about our traditional live classes, mm. in, the, in the room in which we are working in, mm. there's a space for flip charts, there's a space for the uh, projector screen, there's a space for the music, there's a space for, for us to go and do experiential learning and so on. There's our mm. tables and chairs. Yes, and of course there's our table and chairs. Yes. We do sit around our tables and talk as well, yeah. we make our yeah. notes, we can go into a quiet space to, to do reflection and, and do our own uh, individual work, right? Yes. So the other half of that space is someplace where very importantly your learners or your participants can work together. And based on what we are now, what, what we are now seeing, um, visual collaboration platforms or spaces, it's really the way to go. So those are, and that forms the classroom, the communication side of the, of the class and the ability for people, including the trainers and the participants, to interact uh, in terms of their work and, and and behaviors, if you like. So that's okay. the main tool. Yep. Um, then the other category is what I would call accessory apps and accessory platforms. Okay. So this would, this would be other tools that perform very specific kinds of roles or activities very, very well. So for example, uh, doing polls. Now, most communication platforms can do polls, but they're very rudimentary. Hmm. We are most of us are actually very familiar with other kinds of platforms or apps which can do polls in a much more sophisticated way. I mean, off the top of my head, most people would be familiar with Mentimeter or SurveyMonkey. Yes. All right. Mm. And the nice thing about this is that they can gather real-time data, mm. and then as the trainer or as the facilitator, you can show aggregated. Uh, data with the class immediately after the activity. And when we talk about actual activities in, in our future discussions, um, some of those examples will come up. So, the ex so that's an example of an accessory app or accessory location uh, platform. Um, there are lots of others, um, other accessory uh, apps or accessory platforms that you use. So for, for games, all right, for playing sort of games kind of activities. Mm. There's uh, platforms or apps like Kahoot, where you can yeah. actually run quizzes yeah. and so on, yes. right? Um, to help learning in sort of remembering sort of information. There are apps like Quizlet, yes. some of which can be directly integrated into the uh, visual collaboration boards, interestingly. Mm. All right, that's just to name a few. And there are lots. Mm. So just as long as you pay attention to what the main community of trainers are using, you're pretty safe. Okay, so these are two categories, yes. right? The main communication platform and the accessory apps. Yes. Is there any other, anything else besides these two? Um, well, if I understood Francis um, correctly, the main communication platform, so the Zoom WebEx, mm. the visual collaboration uh, platform. platform. So that's a two half of your classroom. Classroom. Uh, two yeah. half of the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. That's and two then half the accessory apps. Yes. And the accessory yeah. apps. Yeah. 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 Okay. Correct. Is there anything else besides these three? Um, in terms of 
categories, broad categories, that would be that would be uh, that would be it in terms of sort of digital. Yeah. They are all in, meaning on on the internet. There are other tools which are really useful mm. uh, for the trainer, but these are actually physical or tangible digital tools. Okay, all right. props you mean? Uh, no, oh, not no, they're digital. They are digital tools in okay. a sense. Like for example, um, you could have an extra camera. For example, that's a digital tool because it. Mm. It allows you okay. to, to capture information digitally, all yes, right? Yes. And there are wonderful things that you can do with an extra, extra camera, all right? Okay. And we talk about analog, for example, yeah. you need a, a camera to do that. Okay, so, um, okay, so that's the third category. Yeah. We'll, we'll go into that at some point, right? Yep. Let's start with the first chunk. Mm. which is the main communication platform and the visual collaboration tool. Yeah, so the classroom itself. The yeah. classroom itself, yes. Yeah. So, um, actually, before I go there, I want to, I'm interested to, to because Marion, you've just started to, to do this, well, just meaning like about three months now. Um, what is that experience like? And also, of course, we've also heard from our participants what it's like. So, I'd like to hear hear what the experience is like first. Thank you for you know, helping me out in my role process. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's not three months, it's four months. <laughs> hey, yeah. one month of experience. Oh, right now it makes yeah, a big yeah, difference. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's a year. 33% more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I would like to share, right? Because what we have done at People Potential is explore the two halves of the classroom. Okay. Right? Yep. And, you know, uh, and, and much less the accessory apps. Yes. And that's for us to move forward, right, in the yes. future. Yes. Um, and, and the reason for focusing on the, the main platform yes. is, of course, the main platform is uh, where you're communicating with the participants. So you got to know that really, really well, right? But I think, I think we can talk more about that when we talk about trainer skills. But this visual collaboration platform, Francis, the, the other half, right? So what is that about? So we, I, I think I mentioned um, earlier in one of the sessions that if all you have is Zoom or, or the, the main the platform, communication platform. Uh, the communication platform and its breakout room, then you're kind of stuck, right? Yes. <laughs> limited. You're mm. limited because mm. what do you do in the breakout room? So, mm. in, so as Francis said, the picture of the classroom, right? Yes. You've got your flip chart, you've got your tools, your markers yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, so, so you need more. So the tool that we've been using that um, Francis introduced us to is Miro. Mm. And it's a visual collaboration platform. Mm. And it didn't start off as a platform for the training community. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all, right? No. For... It's the people in the for the engineers and the Correct. graphic the artists and designers, designers yep, and all that absolutely. right started yep. it was developed for them right yes. so um, what and now Miro is they've taken what, notice that, uh, that the the training community is mm. jumping on board big time yes yes and yeah. so now there are actually communities within Miro that are focusing yeah. on training and facilitation, yeah. for example. Okay. So the um, the voice that you hear at the start of the podcast is of Edmund Yap, <laughs> and uh, he you know he helps us with our, the design of what we put out there in Miro. But you know I I love Miro so much, 
and um, any any time I see the work on Miro when Edmund produces it, right, for one of our programs, every time I look at it, I have to reply with a wow, right, <laughs> <laughs> with a bigger font size, yeah. right? Are you sure yeah. you're not slightly biased, man? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm not biased at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. But that's 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 not about Miro. It's Essentially, Edmund's design skills. Well, it's, it's <laughs> or we suspect his wife's design skills. <laughs> okay, so, so let me tell you how we use Miro, right? And um, we use it actually in, I would say, two, two or three main ways yes. that have transformed our VILT training. Mm. Right? So one is, in People Potential, we, mm. are, we, we are tool makers, right? I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Homo we want we want to build <laughs> we want to, <laughs> to core, yeah. What's that? Homo sapiens to the core, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we want to build skills and therefore we want to give tools, right? So it in the past our well, in our classroom training our tools are paper based. We've got boards, templates, right? That uh, we've worked many, many years to produce and refine, right? Hmm. And so, I think that's uh, that's one of the things that make people potentials programs really stand out and different from other people's training right or other 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 trainers yeah. your your clarity boards and the way you use really kinesthetic uh, activities to help people learn skills and these yeah. are really soft thinking skills yeah. I, it's really amazing thank you thank Francis. you <laughs> so when we when we started uh, you know the the pr obvious problem was how the heck are we going to <laughs> do use our clarity boards those boards physical boards where we use posts how are we going to do that online you know yes. and uh, in yeah. fact we, we started that journey last year yeah um and uh did some early research edmund actually helped us with some early research and then francis brought us to miro yes right so so the one of the main things that we've been able to do is to put the templates and those boards and in some classes um we've got seven boards, a set of seven boards that participants have to work on, right? Mm. Uh, we've been able to put that on Miro, mm -hmm. right? So, so Miro is so beautiful, it, it is beautiful if you have the design skills, yes, right? Um, um, so it comes out beautifully, and, and which I think is important for um, a VILT session, that it is, that it looks good, uh, but equally, if not more importantly, Participants can work on the board together. Mm. Mm. So you send them to a breakout room mm. um, in your main communication platform and you send them on to give them a link to Miro and when they hit that link, a world opens, yeah. a literally, yeah, literally a world opens yeah. up for them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I often compare it to like, it's like a playground. Yeah, yeah it's a and, it, and it's seamless, right? Yes. Yeah, it goes from Zoom or whatever platform you are using onto yeah. the board, and you can come yeah. back yeah. without having to get out of your correct. App. So yeah, so people potential. We've used it in two main ways, I think. One is it has really allowed us to put up, up put up our templates and our yeah, tools. You've, it's been able to migrate it onto onto yeah, tool, yeah tools for structuring your text, tools for thinking, tools for you know designing a presentation. All those tools have gone up on Miro. So that it, that's been a lifesaver, <laughs> okay? Mm. A, a game changer for us, right? It's been so fantastic to see those tools online. And, and even more fantastic to see participants working on it together 
critiquing, working on a case together on Miro, and working individually at their own little workspace, space, workspace yeah. on Miro, yeah. working individually yeah. with those two. That's right. That's so, right. so that when I saw that happening in our programs, I realized that you know, for trainers out there, uh, in corporate or independent trainers, any physical template that you've been using, you can likely put it up on Miro, mm. and make the and make the the process really engaging, mm -hmm. right? So, so that's a, a one of the keys that for mm -hmm. us for VILT. One one of the things that uh, I noticed when we when we introduced Miro was that one the the but the participants are surprised. They almost invariably say, "Wow, you know, this is I didn't expect this." Right. Mm. The other thing that surprises them is that they could work in pairs, like in the case maker, you work with a partner, and then you work with someone else who's your critic. Right? So they could work in pairs without any com technological complication of, yep. of people going and looking at each other's boards. Yep. Yeah. They could even, and sometimes some classes want that, go and look at everyone's, everyone's board. Everyone's work. Yeah. Yeah. Walk around, like, you like, can, like walking around the classroom. Right? Like walking yeah. around. It, the yeah. experience yeah. is like walking around the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go from the individual to the classroom. To your team. Yes. You know, the, the, first, the first class that we designed, our very first VILT, there were four teams working on four programs, designing four programs. Yeah, so you could. Yes. You could walk around, and they did, yes. to look and critique. And uh, so, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I think, you know, you might be getting an idea yeah. of why we say that VILT can be engaging. Because once you have a tool like Miro, yes. as the second half of your mm. class, yes. you have opened up a, a world. It's, it's a key platform mm. for, for most trainers, mm. right? So, I, I, yeah, so once you get in there and start figuring out, uh, you, the ideas are just going to open mm, yeah. up. Mm. Okay? I, I've heard of alternatives to Miro, and yeah. it's, it, but the and idea are, is that yeah. you've got a platform that yes. allows a whole yes. range of visual yes. collaboration. Yes. Uh, this whole category of platforms called visual collaboration, collaboration. tools, yeah. if you go to the internet and just search for visual collaboration tools, the, the top two or three will pop up. Yeah. And they are paid versions, they are free. Oh, by the way, um, I think the other thing that's surprising for us of when we first started use it, it's actually free. The free that's version the true. free version just works as good as the paid version. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. In terms of functionality, right? It mm. really does everything. Uh, there, there are a few sort of things that you get in the paid version, but that doesn't affect most yeah. people. I want to share an anecdote if mm. I may. Yes, sure. please. All right. Um, just a couple of days ago, I was working with the teachers in my son's school. Mm -hmm. I volunteered to teach them how to, how to uh, improve their skills by teaching online. I started them on the, on, on, the, uh, on the online teaching when the MCO kicked in. And then we had a second session. And so one of the things that, was, that I introduced to them, which they found really, really fascinating and powerful working on Miro was this. I showed, I showed them how to set up a workspace for all of their kids uh, so that it's all arranged neatly in, in a grid. And each of the kids could actually do their own work. Like as a teacher, you can give them a set piece of work and every one of them can do the exact same piece of work in their own workspace, right? And for the teacher, it was really awesome because you don't even have to walk around the class to see what the kids were doing. You just have to sort of almost fly yeah, past yeah, that's right. and see, and they'll say, this is really amazing because yeah. 
all the work is formatted in the same way, so it's easy yep. to understand what you're looking for, for yeah. critical understanding of the work. Mm -hmm. And to be able to see everyone very quickly, because kids also cannot hide their work, like they cannot put yeah. their arm <laughs> over it or like lean over it, so you cannot yeah. see, right? And yeah. you don't want to interrupt the kids. Uh, they thought that it was just amazing that they could actually, as, as the teacher, as the trainer, could have an overview of everyone's work just in one snapshot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that trainers and teachers' perspective, you know, thanks for sharing that for the teacher. I can I can just see that reaction. Yes. Yeah. Right? It's an it's an unusual reaction. I remember the first time we, uh, myself yeah. and a few of us at People Potential, realized that we could see our participants yeah. um, yeah. on Miro while yeah. they're working and yeah. we could go in and scrutinize and all that. So in dare I say it? easier and better than in a classroom. Yes, yeah. and I would agree with you. It's yeah. actually easier and better than in the classroom. Yeah. That was my experience too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of producing the work, right? Uh, in a live classroom, you've got to print handouts and distribute handouts, or you know, you've got to go to the flip charts and manually write the headings on, on, on the flip charts, right? Yeah. Uh, in Miro, you just do it once and then copy-paste, copy-paste, copy-paste and you can copy-paste <laughs> as many times as you like. And the other thing, of course, is that for different classes, I just keep a, a template for the classroom. Right? Okay. So all the activities that we do in a classroom, yes. I can just keep a template yeah. and every time I have a new class, I produce a copy. Yes. And then when it's finished, I just throw away the class and then take a new one. And okay. it's so easy, right? Okay. Uh, whereas in a live class, every time I have to write a new flip chart because I, I don't want to carry the flip chart home because it'll be crumpled and messy, right? It's, yeah. it's actually better. Fan yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Is there anything else about the classroom proper that you want to talk about? The platform or besides Miro, the classroom proper? For me, the classroom proper is, lies in the domain of the trainer skills, right? That it is a tool these main communication platforms, it is a tool, but the trainer really needs to learn the tool yeah. and know how to share yep. your screen and how to yep. do the breakout rooms and yep. you know how to use the chat and all yep. that, right? So you need to learn. I would put that on, under the bundle of trainer skills. Correct. Okay. Right? Correct. Okay. So I think what we've explored today is that second half, half of the classroom. You know, yep. And um, I, think, I think it would be wonderful and if Miro became the kind of uh, Miro or one of the similar visual collaboration platform becomes the kind of official um, online environment for training. I think mm. it. W I think it will. Yeah. I think yeah. it will because we can do so many yeah. things out there mm. on this yeah. kind of. Interestingly, yeah. there's gossip on the grapevine that uh -huh. Miro and, and Zoom, Zoom are yeah. talking about some kind of integration. <laughs> oh yeah, Isn't but I don't know when, how how true it is and how soon yeah. that will happen. Yeah. 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 Well. But if I were to pick up from what May has said about um, your communication platform. Uh, as I've been saying to, to trainers who I've been talking with, you really need to think of your communication platform as your friend, all right? Because your friend, the communication platform, is what the participants see and hear, all right? Mm. And the better you know it, the mm. more effective you can be as a trainer to do all the things that we almost take for granted, which is create your pres make people feel your presence, project your personality, mm -hmm. um, create a space, hold a space. And the closest metaphor for it is, it's a little bit like, um, if, you, if you think of the game uh, uh, called where 
you know, there's a line and you, you, you say something to the first person and the person transfer that information down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the other, at the other end, it gets, you, know, you yeah, get yeah, some yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, result, yeah. You know, right? Used to be known as something whispers. Correct. But in the <laughs> current <laughs> environment, we won't use those terms, right? For, I for thought it was fear. called telephone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. For fear that we might be labelled yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, in a negative way. Um, so, if you were to do that in life, you would sort of can think of different ways in which you can make sure that your message gets across as effectively as possible. So within your communication platform, the better you know your tool, that communication platform, the more effective you are at whole creating that space, holding that space and projecting your personality. Right? Mm. So simple things like, um, Yes, you can share screen on, on, I mean, if you talk about, if you use Zoom as an example, you can share screen and what most trainers will do is well, they'll take their, their PowerPoint slides and they share it. But what I find the problem with that is the slide becomes the, the star of the presentation mm. and you, the trainer, is just one small image at the top, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, if you were a live trainer, that would be so wrong. That's the yes. equivalent of the bad old days where you, where, uh, projectors were not very powerful. So what you do is you turn on the projector, put up the slide, turn off the lights and stand by the side of the screen. And you know what happened back in those days, right? <laughs> Everybody fell asleep, right? And this is now the new equivalent of it, yeah, right? Yeah. And however, if you understand how platforms like Zoom work, what I do now is I don't share my, I don't share my PowerPoint slides anymore. Okay. I use the virtual background behind me as the the place to show my slides yes and everyone can see me the trainer the facilitator yeah. large and life-size in yeah. the main screen yeah whereas they can see the slide behind me and i can yeah. move to the left or to the right yes to, to to highlight different parts right yes and even things which many people are not aware of for example if you are the person talking you can actually spotlight the person mm. which forces mm. your image to be the like the speaker view image so that people don't see a, a, just a grid. So at the right, right time, you can spotlight somebody so that person becomes like the main speaker. Yes. And to be able to do things like you know, uh, simulate fishballs or have group presentations and so on. It's about knowing how to do it. Yes. All right. And the initial cry from trainers is, but it's so limiting in the case that I yeah. found. Yeah. It's not so limiting. In fact, as we now agree, in some cases, the digital version actually yeah. works better than the live version. Yes. On that note, thank you very much, Francis and Miriam. On that note, we'll, we will uh, end the session today. Okay. And we will take it up from where we left off uh, the next time we meet. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you. That's, that was great. That was great. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>